to your daily dose of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. We are not going back, not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Common sense, conservative values every day. Do I need to say more? You know, it's inside I have this weird feeling, and I don't want to give into it. And it makes me nervous, but it's exciting. I haven't felt it in a while, and I don't know what to do with it or to trust it. It's called winning. And it's been a long time, ladies and gentlemen, since we have felt this feeling. And so we're going to walk into that door today. We're going to expose some of the suck today. As always, we're going to give you all of the sources of information we have so you can double check us, make your own judgments, and open the door to your own enlightenment. This is the time. And we are so glad that you've chosen this as your place. Welcome home. Each of you, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. I was thinking about it this morning when it was that moment that I realized Joe Biden was going to lose and this movement to twist everything in this world that is right and to make it wrong was going to fail. And I'm going to ask you this question today because I want to know what your thought is. If you believe that the crazy, noxious, toxic, Progressive, socialist, Marxist, communist, wacko left. If they've overplayed their hand, if they've gotten too greedy, if their audacious lies have become too much of a snowball and that there's no jumping out of the way because it's barreling downhill faster than they can run. Do you believe that time has already been upon us? Because I do believe And I will tell you in a moment what that day was for me because it left me speechless. 
on the other end of that continuum, I have to tell you, the energy, the enthusiasm for Donald Trump, it took its way all the way to Michigan yesterday, where the Associated Press called his victory moments after the polls closed at nine. I guess there are four of the 83 counties in Michigan that go to central time. So literally four minutes after nine o'clock, Associated Press calls Donald Trump not even close, the victory. Yes, we can look at numbers. We can look at exit polling or we can listen and we can watch from 30,000 feet. We're going to start base level, ground level, the ground as people line the streets waiting for a President Trump rally. Election primary day in Michigan. This is what you hear in just 12 seconds or so on the ground. Listen. This has never happened in American history before, and you and I are here witnessing this moment. Don't underestimate the magnitude of what you just heard. And when that feeling inside of you starts to awaken that part that has fallen dormant, during oppressive diversity and equity nonsense, all sorts of radical racial lunacy, the programming of children in our schools, the problems with drugs, open borders, the inflation, the debt, the nonsense, the, the people in government who suck and you've compartmentalized it for your own survival because it hurts to watch It's okay to crack open that door. It is okay to interpret what you just heard as something monumental. Donald Trump wins Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, Virgin Islands, South Carolina, now Michigan on his way to a Super Tuesday and a Nikki Haley who, if she has any shred of a political future will do the right thing and move aside. You've got to hear Lee Zeldin on CNN. You know, he ran for governor. Anybody out there who thinks Kathy Hochul beat him, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's on a panel with CNN, and he is diagnosing the very feeling that dormant part of your heart is awakened to. Listen. President Trump's number at the moment is actually more than all of the Democratic Party primary voters together. So I I would say that President Trump, when looking at the amount of people who are coming out to vote for him tonight, Mm -hmm. would be very encouraged by the amount of votes that he is getting compared to all the Democrats uh, who have shown up. We got to go. Got to go to a commercial break. It's what Whoopi Goldberg did on The View when Dr. Phil was talking about sexual trafficking of children at the border, that it's not some kind of an opinion. It is an absolute truth. Got to go to break quickly. Anderson Cooper got to go to break because Lee Zeldin says it. 
Donald Trump got more primary votes yesterday than all of the Democrat candidates combined, including the guy we're told won with 81 million votes in 2020, if any of you are still paying attention. So that is the underpinnings of what we're talking about today. It is a bubbling. It is a proud, confident gurgling below the surface. And it's okay to dip your feet in. Do that, because I am too. Now I want to get back to what I started with. It was the day that I realized the insanity was insurmountable and unsustainable. It's when Lahaina went up in smoke. And we were greased by East Palestine. The cavalier nature of the government response. The lack of basic human decency. The gamesmanship on the ground. The, politic, the, the politicizing of, of their lack of a reaction. Magnified by a million. On Lahaina. No curiosity about where everybody went. No questions about what happened to the children. No questions about all of the insurance that never came through. No questions about Lahaina being on the docket to be a smart city. There are no questions about the global world order, the push behind all of this. That was the day I realized they were done on the left. to wipe out generations of history and to close the door on that without a care or a concern was the moment I realized evil was not going to win. In today's program, we're going to expose more of the rotting onion that is the real threat to our democracy. It is bad people rigging elections, going after people who speak out about it, starting an insurrection event to trap honest people, all to target the man who is the face of that gurgling, that feeling that you don't want to give into. Because you've been so disappointed for so many years. And you don't want to get hurt. I understand. Truth is on our side, my friends. Donald Trump yesterday, 68%. Nikki Haley's 27. A drubbing. A drubbing. And the majority of Nikki Haley's votes came from people who in 2020 voted for Joe Biden. It's game over. Let's walk together proudly, purposefully, with direction to November. And let's take America back. I'm Wendy Bell. When we come back, let's listen to this. CNN losing their minds, drawing it on the board, seeing what's coming down the road. Next. 
There is a big disconnect, a very big disconnect out there in the people who are supporting Donald Trump and those who are supporting Nikki Haley. And everybody knows who is supporting Nikki Haley is not a MAGA Republican. The number one area of support for Nikki Haley comes from white college educated people in the suburbs. College educated. It's almost like there's this inverse relationship between education and common sense. Right. Between going to school and getting a degree and actually having the wherewithal to see what's really going on and act accordingly. And quite frankly, the majority of us now who've seen the truth forever and have just been looking around waiting for everybody, everybody else to catch on. We've lost patience. We've moved on from these people. There is no saving the the white college educated liberal wine drinking soccer mom. There's not. If her, abor- if her abortion issue is going to supersede the safety of our country, if it's going to be bigger and more important, fighting for somebody else to do something that has absolutely no impact on them whatsoever, if that is the hill that you are going to die on and you're willing to flush the rest of the country down the toilet because of that, you are my enemy and I will do everything I can. To ensure you fail. Let me make that abundantly clear. I will make you fail. Whatever I can do. Because this is not about single issue crap anymore. Unless that single issue is the United States of America. And if that's not your issue. Get on board or be lost lost behind. Right? You will be drifting at sea. We are done. So I want to read this to you. And and I have a little CNN video. It's awkward and I'm going to describe it before we put it on the air. Because they've got their, one of their political guys, John King, is out one of their boards. And I guess all of the TV morons out there think you should be able to draw on the board. Nobody cares. Just give us information that doesn't suck. Give us information that is based in fact. That's what we want. We don't care about your lipstick. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you've got bells and whistles or if you're reporting in a garage using a flashlight and your and your cell phone. If you tell us the truth and they can't and CNN realizes the truth. And it is stunning. Before we get to that, did you guys see this story? New York Post, nearly half of Democrats want to boot Biden off the ticket with Michelle Obama, their leading favorite replacement. This is their bench. Do you really think they want to open up that can of worms about real, honest questioning about who or what Michelle Obama is or is not? Because you step into that public spotlight and there is nothing that is off limits. I don't think they want to go down that path. But this is the bench. They have nothing. Which is why we are hearing loud calls for conservatives to ballot harvest. What? We're going to go there in the next half hour. I want to hear John King standing at the board, right? And he's like, all right, let's go over these results. The bottom line takeaway of his diagramming on TV 
is that three out of every four Democrat voters want somebody other than Joe Biden. Listen. This is what Joe Biden received. Again, forgive me, 1,141 votes. Dean Phillips, 54 votes. An uncommitted, make sure I get this right, 3,703 votes. So that's a wow. If you look at it this way, this is 23%. And this is 75%. Um, And so this is just the city of Dearborn, but that is where the biggest pocket of the Muslim American, the Arab American population. This is a place President Biden carried big time in 2020. This is key to his chances of defeating Donald Trump in Michigan. It's almost like in real time. John King is stunned. He, he's actually looking at the numbers. He's like, wait, wait a minute. I just want to make sure I've got this, this correct. I'm, I'm going to write this up. All right. Joe Biden got 1,141 votes in Dearborn, Michigan in the primary. Okay. And, and over here, undecided, anybody other than Joe, 3,700. Three times more people, ladies and gentlemen, who are Democrats, don't want Joe Biden. John King stunned. What? What? What's going on? Now, I do want to add this. It's very intriguing that in the undecided category, in the Republican side, 3%, don't know, have no idea. The rest, definitely Donald Trump or Nikki Haley. 13% among Democrats, undecided. How can you be undecided? You've got one guy. He's the only guy. It's that guy. You don't want that guy. Michelle Obama makes perfect sense, doesn't it? That's where we are. They're scrambling. They are frantic. And the elephant in the room, which is the theme of today's show, you're going to hear many. The number one primary elephant in the room is that vibration that you feel. The buzzing of enthusiasm of people who are waking up to see what is at stake. And it is not single issues. It's not one thing or another. It is a collective. It is the tapestry and all of the various threads. And they realize what is at stake. Now, the media are going to go out of their way today to try to tell you that you're wrong, to try to tell you that if you're on the side of Donald Trump and making America great again, you want violence in November. It's absolutely unreal. And we'll talk about that. But when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, let's go here. Ballot harvesting, doing it better than the Democrats. Is this really what the GOP is calling for? Oh my, wait for it, it's next. Well, 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 do, 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 do. This just in breaking news into the Wendy Bell Radio studio. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Here you go. Breaking news. CNN politics. Biden to receive annual physical at Walter Reed. No, that's not what it is. That's what they say they are doing on CNN.com. But if you look at uh, Fox News update, it says, huh, Biden announcing an, or, or saying he's making an unannounced stop at Walter Reed to visit his doctor. 
What is it? This is part of the suck, ladies and gentlemen. This is where this is where it comes from. The sad thing is you don't know because it could be so many things. It could be so many things. So I'm going to give you, I'll give you the headline that Brock just sent me. Uh, I'm supposed to check my inbox. Brock, how about you read it since I'm locked out of it? This is the headline from Fox News. It says, basically, Biden is going to make an unannounced visit to Walter Reed. CNN, however, says this, Biden to receive annual physical at Walter Reed. Now, this is all very intriguing timing, ladies and gentlemen. And if I were still asleep, if I still believe the media, if I still was uh, unconnected, disconnected, um, unaffiliated with the news, I would just take it at face value. But now it's odd because Hunter Biden is supposed to testify before the House Oversight today this would be a perfect headline wouldn't it for all of a sudden joe biden's personal physician to say you know what we found signs of cognitive decline we'd all say what no you did it's been a card that's been sitting in the back pocket for a while, I would say. So this is CNN's take on it. President Joe Biden is going to receive his annual routine physical at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Wednesday, today, which will likely be the last presidential health update before the 2024 election as Biden faces persistent questions about his age. The president is expected to be seen by his physician, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, who has previously issued a report on the president's health following physicals. Guy I never said anything about his cognition and eh, we didn't really feel like we needed to talk about it. And all of a sudden this Robert Her thing comes out and he's portrayed as being a well-meaning though forgetful clown ostensibly. Now everybody's talking about it. So that's ladies and gentlemen, part of what the news cycle is going to be today. This is very interesting though. One of the elephants in the room today is the idea that a substantial number of Americans, a substantial number of us, have lost faith in even the most basic elections. When we walk into our polling places, we are suspicious. We feel trepidation. We look at people and we see things and we hear things and we don't trust anyone. Now, is that because we are conspiracy theorists or is it because we have been kicked and lied to and stolen from and abused, then rounded up, trapped, found guilty, thrown away and imprisoned? Is that maybe more or less the cycle we're talking about? Yes. So when this headline came across, it was very interesting. Justthenews.com. Lee Zeldin encourages Republicans to embrace early voting if they want to win elections. Now, this is not saying break the law. This is not saying do things the way they've done things, but perhaps do what they do. Just do it smarter. And I want to read this to you. If they legalize ballot harvesting, Republicans need to ballot harvest better than the Democrats to the extent that the Democrats end up regretting legalizing it. In the first place, this is what you have to do. You have to play all these stupid games with these people who've twisted the system and they've taken our confidence and they've flushed it. A call now to organize and to harvest, as Craig the Ballot Stuffer says, better than they do. And this is where 
we are as a country. Former New York GOP gubernatorial candidate and Representative Lee Zeldin Tuesday urged Republicans to embrace early voting in order to win elections. This is what he said. It's important that we get out, especially with low propensity voters, to make sure that they vote early. If they legalize ballot harvesting, Republicans need to ballot harvest better than the Democrats to the extent that the Democrats end up regretting legalizing it in the first place. He's not the first prominent Republican to advocate openly for the early voting strategy. Former Ohio Secretary of State Ken Blackwell, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, they have both said the GOP needs to get behind early voting to win elections. Look, we're not going to change the results of 2020, right? We've moved on. The media remain obsessed with the big lie, with this notion that those of us who knew it was bad and said it was bad were somehow inherently bad people because we spoke out about it. We've moved on. We know we cannot change what has already been stolen for us, but we can focus. We can focus. We can mobilize. We can organize. We can strategize. We can plan and prepare and, in a word, be atypical Republicans. Because what are Republicans usually? Woefully disconnected. We're not active. We're not loud. We don't mobilize. We don't get in people's faces. We don't usually door knock. We don't agitate. We don't force our conservative values on people. Well, now... We're going to have to have a groundswell, an army of activists who goes that goes out and does exactly what the Democrats do, but do it more effectively. We saw this in Nevada in 2022, where Republicans were not leaning into ballot harvesting, which was legalized and early voting. It was ended up costing us a Senate seat when a snowstorm hit Reno, Lee Zeldin said. Chairman of the Wisconsin GOP said last year, if the Republican Party wants to win, it has to embrace early voting. Now, this is not the only voice calling for this. You know, Donald Trump has suggested that his daughter-in-law, Eric's wife, Lara, that she become the number two at the RNC. Ronna McDaniel finally packed her bags, get the hell out. Now somebody else, whatever, whatever. Donald Trump wants his daughter-in-law to be number two in the RNC. And so this headline on the Epic Times is very interesting to me. Headline, Lara Trump vows largest ever legal ballot harvesting operation if elected RNC co-chair. Now this... This has got to have some people on the, on the left feeling a little edgy. They're used to us being busy, working, raising our families, praising God, paying our taxes, helping in our communities. They don't understand Republican coordination because we usually are not. Laura Trump says... We're going to be. Let's hear the story. Laura Trump says efforts of historic proportions, efforts of historic proportions are needed to ensure that Republicans, including her father-in-law, former President Donald Trump, win the November 5th election. Ms. Trump says she's ready 
to take on that challenge if she becomes co-chair of the Republican National Committee, as President Trump has recommended. Now, as I'm reading this to you, I'm going to remind you, because of the efforts of phenomenal human beings out there like Scott Pressler, if you don't follow him on Twitter under the persistence, do. This guy has been a single man wrecking ball of voter registration for the Republican Party. And I can say that in the state of Pennsylvania, in the last three years, Democrats have lost more than 250,000 registered voters who flipped over to become GOP registered. This matters. Get them on the team and then start harvesting the early votes. The people who don't tend to go out. The people who tend to be disconnected. No, no, no. We're going to come to you. We're going to make sure your vote is yours. Ms. Trump says she's ready to take on the challenge if she becomes co-chair of the RNC, as President Trump has recommended in an exclusive interview with the Epic Times before a February 21st campaign stop. Laura Trump declared we need to have the biggest legal ballot harvesting operation this country has ever seen. Now, it's legal in many states, allows people to deliver other voters absentee or mail-in ballots to election officials. Can you imagine the optics of one of these drop boxes or any place where you can literally go and drop off arms full of ballots, if it's allowed, and having them all be Republican? Democrats are going to lose their minds. They're going to try to blow the whistle and say, what's going on over here? And we're going to say, oh, oh, that's right. How do you like us now? Ms. Trump's remarks to the Epic Times and later to supporters provided new insights about her vision for a revamped and reinvigorated RNC. Democrats cannot stand us having somebody who's effective, somebody who has a plan in place to get donor money, somebody who has a plan to help in the local elections, not just national, not just Congress, but where the money is truly needed. And it is taking back our communities one neighborhood at a time. And she said this, it feels for a long time like the Democrats have been playing chess and we have been playing checkers. Her goal is for the Republican Party to be the opposite, to be steps ahead of them, on our toes, ahead of the game, facing forward the whole time. Ms. Trump, the wife of President Trump's son, Eric, also advocates two other efforts that she said would be unprecedented. Republicans need to be urged to vote early, not just on Election Day, as they typically have preferred. She also wants to see the RNC's program for training poll watchers expanded nationwide. They don't just stand in the background, kind of keep an eye out and look around for things, Ms. Trump says. They physically can count how many ballots are coming in and how many ballots are going out. And these very measures are needed to reassure people like you and like me, to reassure us in this time that we're in, that we really feel 2020 wasn't right, but 2024 will be. And every election going forward, this is the kind of mobilizing Democrats aren't used to seeing us behind. When we come back, I want to talk to you guys about this. Diversity, equity, and inclusion training. This Fannie Willis stuff. We've got to talk quickly about this trial. 
her disqualification trial, as all of a sudden now, witnesses who had said, yes, absolutely, she and Nathan Wade were romantically involved well before the Trump thing blew up, now all of a sudden developing this strange amnesia. Really? Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. I got to tell you, C-SPAN must see television. Just knocking it out of the park, giving you that view inside the courtroom in Fulton County as a Georgia judge is listening to all the evidence against Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis and this sordid tryst of theirs and the abuse of public money and and the going after Donald Trump is weaponizing against him. And now their lies under oath about when their relationship started vis-a-vis all of this cell phone data that proves the thousands and thousands of emails or rather text messages and phone calls to one another all of a sudden now it's truly remarkable all of a sudden main witnesses on the stand they they've they've changed their testimony in, including this guy named Terrence Bradley he was Nathan Wade's former law partner all of a sudden not remembering specifics i i can't confirm that i i, I might just be susp- i don't know i I really can't get ironed out on that one. Can't nail me down. But the connection between him on the stand and the defense attorneys called out by Trump's attorneys to the judge. Judge, do know now that we're cross-examining these witnesses who have developed very odd cases of forgetfulness they're communicating with the defense your honor we see it and we know you see it too and because c-span is here this is me editorializing everybody else can see it it's phenomenal c-span does what we do on the radio they just give you the eye just let me see just let me hear let me decide for myself i don't need your spin I'll determine because when you hop into C-SPAN and you start watching, you go, what, what is going on? That is called education. And it's so relevant. How about this headline in keeping with the whole sordid drama of Fonnie Willis and, and Nathan Wade. This is an exclusive on Breitbart. Here's your headline. Former employees reveal Fannie Willis's extreme DEI training forced to associate white with bad and judges ranked on skin color. Everything that these people say that they're about diversity, they're not about diversity. They're about extra. They're not about equity. It's not about fairness. It's about we deserve more than others. And it's certainly not inclusive because everything they do is exclusive of people who do not look the way they do. That was the George Soros funded philosophy. I'm going to take toxic individuals who see the world solely through the prism of, of, of race and we're going to give them money. So they feel empowered and they're going to push forward these ridiculous claims against President Trump and it's all going to blow up in their faces. And when it does, 
we're going to call everybody racist who wants to talk about it and point it out. Now, that requires you to not be awake, but you are, and you see it for what it is. Is anybody out there surprised? I don't even have to read you the nuts and bolts of this article. Are you surprised that Fannie Willis, when she won her position, that as DA in Fulton County, that she got on some race woman high horse and, and waved that magic wand to flip the switch and create a divisive, hostile work environment for everybody else. This is what low information individuals do. Take somebody who is inherently not very intelligent, sprinkle some power on them, give them a mouthpiece, i.e. the media, and let them implode. And that is what is going on here. Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, this article says, subjected her employees to mandatory race training. What do you need to know? You're black. Okay. I'm white. Got it. And break. Honest to God. She subjected employees to mandatory race training, forcing the entire office to rate black or white skin colors as either good or bad. How is this any different than the, than the woman in the 1960s, 1968, the teacher who did the bandana trick on the kids regarding their eye color? We're going to separate kids, the blue eyes over here, the brown eyes over here. And for the first half of the day, the blue eyes get to wear these little scarves and the scarves indicate that you are superior. You get extra time to take your test. You can have help on your homework. You get to play outside on the playground at recess and you get to have a nice meal here in the class during lunch. And then the chaos broke out. The blue eyes started picking on the brown eyes and it became war. And then after lunch, the script flipped and the brown eyes got to be the ones. And what did everybody learn? It really sucks to be put into a bucket, to be put and squeezed into a box. This is who you are. And this is what people like Fannie Willis and Letitia James and the Democrat Party and the squad and every member of the media who falls over themselves to comply with freaking crazy. None of these people grew a pair and pushed back. None of them said, are you out of your ever loving mind? I refuse to cooperate, and I am out of here. See, bullies don't like pushback, but sometimes those who are picked on enough need to wake up a little bit faster. I think this whole chapter of American history has proven that. When we come back, hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program, this is Joe Biden's America. Got a phone call. From a guy who's the COO of a radio station that takes our show. And he told me about a special delivery on his Michigan doorstep in his community. The story that Joe Biden owns next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.